Well, right on. Hey, now, it's time for Shakedown Stream. Live, Grateful Dead, right here on MVY Radio. I'm J.R. Beer, and this is episode 714. And right now, we're going to go to Oakland. 1991. Right on.
break your poor body down Just one thing I ask of you Just one thing for me Please forget you knew my name My darling Sugary
shaking up now, sugary. I'll meet you at the Jubilee. And if that Jubilee don't come, maybe I'll meet you. Yeah, right on. A sugary out of Sugar Magnolia, Grateful Dead, opening up the show from 1027-91 in Oaktown at the Coliseum in California. And these were special shows, 1027, 1028, 1030, 1031, all to pay homage to Bill Graham, the great all-time rock and roll promoter who was tragically killed on October 25th, 1991, in a helicopter accident. And Sugar Magnolia was uh, his favorite Grateful Dead song, and so it was only right for them to open up with that song. Right on. So uh, welcome back to Shakedown Stream. And yes, we are a day late, but we're not a dollar short. Um as I was coming into the studio last night, my headlights didn't come on. And uh, not everybody can be a headlight on a northbound train. And so um, I had to wait till today. And so uh, I apologize for the 24-hour delay, but we're going to have a good show. Our featured show will be a 1971 show, 1027. 1971, uh, The Dead in Syracuse, New York. Yeah, 1971, October 1971. Uh, here are the Grateful Dead with their new piano player, Keith Gaucho. 
Last week we heard the first show that he had with the dead from 1019. I'm going to go to the next show, 1021, the dead in Chicago. Right on. You got it right here on Shakedown Stream. Oh, yeah. Well, this job I got is a little too hard. Running out of money, Lord, I need for pay. Gonna wake up in the morning, Lord, I'm gonna pack my bag. Gonna beat it all down. Say like, going down the line, going down the line. Right, well, who needs it, you know, if that guy's a cop, big fucking deal. You live here. 
Hey, hey, these, these folks got their rules and all that, and if you jump over the rail and get down in this area, they're going to get yeah, up. Yeah, right. Well, that's trouble, and man. Gonna be so trouble. just split, and you'll be cool, right? Right. So just go, you know, stay in your seats and, and you know, enjoy the music, and when it's toward the end, you know, we'll see who can But don't, peep, don't beat people's heads on the floor, man. Yeah, that's not a good idea either. Yeah, we don't need that. Or you'll have real trouble. <laughs> Anyway, if you want trouble, here's where it is. like to introduce at this time while Bobby's tuning up our new piano player and organ player Keith Gacho who does one hell of a job I hope you all agree and we've been waiting for this guy a long time Tennessee. 
Well, there is a Tennessee Jed, kind of a sparkly, spunky version, and certainly you could hear Keith Gaucho on the piano. The second performance, live performance of Tennessee Jed by the, the Grateful Dead. And before that, we heard, must have been 10 beats on the opener of Beat It On Down the Line. One of those jug band songs from that psychedelic jug band from San Francisco, The Grateful Dead. Well, one of the cool things that happened uh, during this time period, October 1971, is The Grateful Dead broke out some nice dark stars. And I think that uh, we are due. So let's go to 1024, 1971. This is the Dead in Detroit, Michigan, a place where they didn't often play. But check it out right here, right now, on Shakedown Stream.
Busted flat in Baton Rouge, waiting for a train. Feeling nearly faded, cause my jeans. Bobby flight the diesel down just before it rained. Took us all the way. I took my harpoon out of my dirty red bandana. I was going sad while Bobby sang the blues. With them windshield wipers slapping China, Bobby rubbing hands, we find the sound near every song that drives in. Good enough for me. Good enough for me. Bobby McGee.
the coal mines of Kentucky to the California sun. Bobby, share the secrets of my soul. Standing right beside me, Lord, through everything I've done. Bobby's body kept me from the cold. Then somewhere near Selena, could I let her slip away? Looking for that home I hope she'd find. And I'd trade off my tomorrow for a Well, that is some fantastic Grateful Dead. Me and Bobby McGee coming out of Dark Star. The 20-minute version of Dark Star. Some consider might be the best Dark Star of 1971. I will reserve such a uh, an assumption, but uh, you, you make your own choice on that one. But that is a damn good Dark Star. There's one point, like halfway through, a little bit more than halfway through, it seemed like uh, we got a little Eyes of the World riff from Phil Lesh on his bass. How about that? And then I just love Jerry and Bobby singing together on Me and Bobby McGee. 
It reminds me of the Skull and Roses album, but this is even a better version. Right on. That's from uh, 1024, 1971. The boys at the East Town Theater in Detroit. They did two shows there. That was the second night. And again, we'll be doing another 1971 show. Uh, in just a bit right here on Shakedown Stream. Happy to have you here. I don't know if you guys heard about this Grateful Dead t-shirt from 1967. I think it might have been Dan Healy's t-shirt. And it went for like $20,000 at Sotheby's auction house. And I have to admit the design is pretty cool. I like the t-shirt. Uh, I would be a little short on the 20000 but um if you know, I can see why you'd want to buy that shirt if you like had that kind of money. I have a lot of old dead t-shirts, certainly um, maybe worth $4. Uh, they got holes in them. I've overwashed them, uh, but I will not throw them away. And whoever thought, don't throw away that t-shirt, smart, thinking ahead, plan ahead, stay ahead. Well, right on. Hey, I want to go back to 1027.91. And again, these shows in Oakland were for Bill Graham. And uh, the 1027 was the first night and Santana and Gary Duncan come out uh, on the Halloween show. Ken Kesey comes out. They're really kind of special shows. So let's go back there and get in tune. <laughs> Going back 30 years right here on Shakedown Stream.
Hello, I uh, just wanted to come out here and say a few words about uh, my father and about uh, Stephen. And about uh, Stephen Kahn, his pilot, and Melissa Gold, who are also with him in the helicopter. There, uh, there were a lot of special times we all shared together, and uh, Bill made them all possible. And I think now he would really want us to celebrate all those times together. And there, uh, there are a few words that can express what we all feel right now, but the, the bottom line is that he, he fucking loved all of you guys, man. He really did. <laughs> Thank you. We love you, and we're just going to keep doing the right thing. Well, right on. That's Bill Graham's son, David Graham. Just giving a couple words about his father and his father's death. And it's certainly true that Uncle Bobo, as he was affectionately called by the Grateful Dead, um, was a big fan of the dead and certainly was a part of their beginning and part of the music San Francisco scene. So, yeah, what a crazy way to die, too. Uh, they, the, the helicopter went into these electrical lines. And it was like a rainy night, probably not a good night to be flying a helicopter, but yeah. Before that, Touch of Grey, as they close off the first set from 10 27 1991. And uh, you could really hear, and uh, if you ever, you know, I was thinking about playing the whole show, but that uh, it's real, all the songs, are, they seem to be really well played. And, uh, you know, Mickey Hart uh, is described as being like really intense on the drumming uh, at this show. Like he, he was very fond of Bill Graham. They all were. But um, so it was an emotional show, an emotional night. So before we get to our featured show, I'd like to do a bare essential. And I picked this song. A song that Jerry played with Merle maybe six times. Uh, a couple times in 74 and 75 and then one time in 1979. It's performed by Miroslav Vitus on bass. He's joined by Herbie Hancock on piano. Jack Dejant on drums. John McLaughlin on guitar and Joe Henderson on tenor sax. Yeah, right on. And maybe you'll recognize this tune. Right on. <laughs> Thank you. 
Yeah, that's Freedom Jazz Dance. And that's on the album The Bass. Miroslav Vituis, who plays bass, a Czech-born uh, person who uh, grew up in a communist country in the Soviet Union, uh, who came to the United States, I believe went to the Berkeley Music School, and uh, in 1968, I think he had an opportunity to sit in with Miles Davis and uh, lots of really great stories of him playing with some of the greats. Uh, and then in 1970, he helped form the band Weather Report, which is this very cool jazz band. Yeah. Yeah, a lot can be said, but... Um, Freedom Jazz Dance, which was a song that Garcia played. And I think it's on one of the official Jerry and Merle Sanders releases. Um, it's not. It's an instrumental. And it's a song that uh, is also not written by uh, the gentleman um, Miroslav Vituis. Um, yeah. Um, that song was written by Eddie Harris. But yeah, uh, if you ever get a chance, check out the album, The Bass. I mean, that's serious jazz. Like, I don't know if you're into jazz. Uh, some people think it's kind of hard to listen to. It's an acquired taste. But if you get past that, and you really listen to it, and you got to listen to it over and over. For a little while, I... Uh, thought that I would be a jazz guitar player and I studied jazz guitar and it was a lot of work but one of the things that my guitar teacher told me like stop listening to the Grateful Dead stop listening to James Taylor um, all I want you to do is listen to jazz because um, it's the it's the best way for you to uh, learn how to play jazz guitar and so I did that faithfully and I, I learned some things, but um, that is incredibly complicated music. Um, I had moments where I felt like, yeah, man, I'm in on it. Uh, but, uh, of course, I didn't stay with it. Right on. Freedom Jazz Dance. If you get a chance, check out, you know, Garcia and Merle playing that tune. And I'm sure that Merle introduced Garcia to that song. All right. Well, uh, as you know, um, Dead and Company just, uh, I think they played in Arizona yesterday or the day before. Um, and Billy Kreutzman uh, did not play with Dead and Company at Red Rocks. There was some health issues, not COVID related, um, but uh, uh, he's okay. And I think he's probably playing with them again. Um but he did say, you know, playing in Red Rocks, the altitude uh, up in Colorado it can be hard on some people, depending on the status of your lungs. Uh, it doesn't work for everybody. But anyway, um, Billy, right on. And uh, But they were able to get Jay Lane, who played with Bobby and Rat Dog and the Wolf Brothers. And uh, I'm sure he did fine. All right, I want to turn our attention over to our featured show. And we are going to be going to the 
Onondaga County War Memorial in Syracuse, New York. We'll hear the whole show in its entirety. And uh, again, um, new keyboard player with Keith Gaucho, new to the Grateful Dead, and also some new songs that are being broken out by the dead. Tennessee Jed, Jack Straw, Mexicali Blues, Comes a Time, One More Saturday Night, and Ramble on Rose. And two of those Bobby tunes, he didn't write with Robert Hunter, but he wrote with Mr. Barlow. Right on. This is The Dead. One, one two. Can I, uh, can I ask people to welcome Keith Godshaw on the piano? Oh, the monitors. Yeah, they're on. They're on. I hear them. Yeah. Hello, hello, hello. Oh, it, uh, okay. <laughs> one, two, one, two. You see, what we've got to do is iron out the bugs. We'll be doing that shortly. There's a ring. Hello, hello. Right there, yeah. You got it. And that one, too. Well, that one was 880 and uh, 630. Those two. 880. Oh. Six three zero. Okay. For all the benefit of all you folks out on Radio Land, we are the Grateful Dead.
song about wanting death and destruction. It's called Me and My Knuckles. Well, me and my uncle went riding down South Colorado, West Texas bound. We stopped over in Santa Fe. Hey, you know it was the hardest part of the day. 
Hey, sound crew, would you please turn up the monitors? Or turn them on, period? They're not on. And we can't hear nothing. a guy named Keith Gotcha and he's a friend of ours from California and he's pretty good. Sugar. 
know in spite of all that you gained, you still have to stand out in the pouring rain. One last voice is calling you, and I guess it's time you go. Just one.
Thank you, friend. the rain. Dreams you still believe 
if you've ever dodged bullets down south at the border, then you know what I'm talking about. Children on the street, and I catch a glimpse of black-eyed girls who giggle when I smile. The little boy that wants to shine my feet, and if it ain't right in Bakersfield, I don't know why I came. I guess I came to keep on playing too. So instead, I've got a bottle, and the girl is just 14.
Write a poem and make a pile of jolly bills Keep him happy all the time Some of the fellas make nothing out of
Take a short break and move the PA columns in, and we'll be back in about 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. All right, right on. Okay, hang out, don't split. 20 minutes, and we'll have some more music. 20 minutes. Yeah, what he said, I believe that Sam Cutler. Uh, the one-time manager for The Grateful Dead. And before that, he was the manager for The Rolling Stones. And it might have been Altamont that ended that. But Sam Cutler with an English accent because he's from England. But they are going to move the PA system up. Yeah, so this is The Dead, 1027-1971 in Syracuse, New York, at the Onondaga 
County War Memorial Auditorium in Syracuse. I believe it seats about 6,000 people. At the beginning of the show, they were, you know, before they started playing, Phil had some problems with hearing the monitor on the stage, and then they made a sound, and he says, yeah, yeah, that's like 6.30 cycles and 8.80 cycles. And I'm, a couple of dead shows, I've heard him say that, and I'm always amazed, like, how does he know that? He's really got a very sophisticated ear. Uh, the new Riders of the Purple Sage opened up for the dead uh, at the show. And, of course, Jerry Garcia would play pedal steel guitar. <coughs> Excuse me. And I believe it was around this time that the new Riders of the Purple Sage released their very first album, which was produced by Jerry Garcia. A few times, Keith Gaucho is introduced as the new piano player. And what would look like a kind of a sparse, unmotivated set list, uh, I did read that the show was cut short because there was quite a few drug busts. And uh, so I suspect that they were going to get into like a nice jammy thing. Uh, either with the other one or Dark Star or you know something, uh, but because of the they had to cut the show early. Um, yeah. So this venue, the this is the first time they would play here at this venue, and then they would play there twice in 1973, one time in 1976, uh, 928-76, which is a part of Dick's Picks. Forget the <clears throat> the number, and then they would play there on five nine seventy eight five seventeen eighty one, and then four eight eighty two. And uh, the Jerry Garcia band played there on uh, in November of nineteen ninety three. But uh, I remember seeing them at the Carrier Dome, which must have been eighty three eighty four. I can't remember. But yeah, it's funny. I was reading this uh, review in a newspaper about this show and the, the, the writer talks about the different members of the band and he says uh, Pigpen on piano was outstanding. And I thought, okay, this guy isn't paying attention. So that last song of the set was One More Saturday Night, a very new song for the Grateful Dead. Before that, Cumberland Blues, Big Railroad Blues, Mexicali Blues. And I think right before that, you could kind of hear Weir say, um, if you have ever dodged bullets south of the border, then you know what I'm talking about. And then they go into Mexicali Blues. But I thought that once he got south of the border, he was safe with this 14-year-old girl from Mexico. Maybe he was thinking El Paso. Before that was Comes a Time, also a new tune. Playing in the band, Sugary, Beat It On Down the Line, Tennessee Jed, our second one of the stream, Jack Straw, Deal, Me and My Uncle, 
A little intro by Bobby on that. And then Casey Jones to open up the show. Also, uh, an ancillary note. On 10-27-1971, 50 years ago, the Republic of Congo, formerly the Belgian Congo, was renamed Zaire. How those two things connect, the dead show and that, uh, it's a loose connection, I would admit, but, um, but it is noteworthy. Well, cool. It's, I think I was reading that Phil Lesh, you know, playing at the Cap Center in Port Chester, that I think he's played there more than anybody else, and he just did his 100th show. And I thought, wow. Because when he would, when he plays there, he like sets up, you know, shop. Like he, he hangs out there for a while and does many shows. But he was supposed to play in 2019, had back surgery and had to cancel that show. And then COVID came. So I'm still amazed that Jerry Garcia played so much because he would play with the new writers. And then he would play with the dead. And you got to think like, that's a lot. I mean, he did that throughout the 1970s, and then, you know, he's still doing it. Um, yeah. Pretty cool. Just between you and me, I'm not a big fan of the new writers. But um, I think it's cool that the dead supported them and backed them and helped them flourish. All right, so we'll get to the second set of this show. And uh, so going forward, we're going to pay attention to these new songs that the dead broke out. We were paying attention to these other new songs, but now we got a new group. And they're all very like in their infancy. And so you can tell they're still uh, growing. You know, Jack Straw, it's just Bobby Weir singing. It wouldn't be until May of 1972 in Paris where Garcia and Bobby would switch off on verses in order to kind of accentuate the different characters in the song, Jack Straw. But right now, let's get to the second set, 10-27-1971, going back 50 years with The Grateful Dead, right here on MVY Radio.
Rusted flag in Baton Rouge, waiting for a train. Feeling nearly faded as my jeans. Bobby flag to Teasel Town just before it burned. Took us all away to New Orleans. I took my typhoon out of my dirty red bandana. I was blowing sand while Bobby sang the blues. With them windshield wipers clapping china, bobbing, clapping hands, we finally sang near every song that
Just like Jack the Ripper, just like Mojo Ham, just like Billy Sunday in a shotgun daytime band, just like New York City, just like Jerry. 
gold. Pace the halls, climb the walls, and get out when they blow. Ramble on, baby. 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 Ramble on, baby.
Can you hear can you hear way back there? Well, we're gonna do our best anyway. Don't come, I don't follow. Wait back, 
take up the yoke and plow the fields around. Gone are the days when the ladies said, please, gently Jack Jones, won't you come to me? Yeah. 
Other 
get back trucking on. Wow, get back trucking on.
Thank you very much. See y'all later. Well, that's the Grateful Dead in Syracuse, New York, 1027, 1971. Closing off the show with a not fade away. On a going down the road feeling bad. And then a nice little surprise, a China Cat jam on a not fade away. They hadn't done a China Cat jam since uh, February of 1969. And... Uh, up until then, they, certainly in the fall of 1971, had been doing pretty standard Not Fade Away, going down the road into Not Fade Away. Of course, Pigpen's not with them, so they wouldn't be going in to turn on your love light. And that came out of Skull and Roses. That's the way I always knew that. As a kid growing up, Not Fade Away, going down the road, feeling bad, Not Fade Away. And they would do it many times. They would do another China Cat Jam Later on in the tour, in Austin, Texas, November 15th, 1971. But let me keep going. Before the not fade away, we heard a trucking. It was cut in the beginning, but it was really solid, standalone trucking. Then Brown-Eyed Woman, 
Sugar Magnolia, Ramble on Rose, Me and Bobby McGee, and Bertha. And again, as I said earlier, the show was cut short uh, by the powers that be. Uh, apparently, there were some drug busts, and uh, that probably had a lot to do with it. Cool, though. And that may be why they even slipped in the China Cat Jam. Pretty cool. I like that. It reminds me of 1969. Kind of a whole different band, right? I was reading a little bit of like, it's it's really uh, almost kind of crazy how Keith Gacho got into the band. It was uh, under, you know, kind of negative circumstances in a way because uh, in the middle of September, Pigpen had to go to the hospital. He had a bleeding ulcer, had problems with his liver and his spleen. Uh, different members of the band went to the hospital to give blood. Um, and apparently it was kind of touch and go. He was really uh, medically in bad shape. Uh, but he rallied. Phil Lesh kind of says in his book that he kind of wishes that he didn't come back so uh, soon. Uh, that he may have done better to spend more time getting healthy, though maybe it was too late, who knows. But the way he talks about Keith Gaucho joining the band um, was like during the rehearsals that he says like he never put a foot or a finger in the wrong place. And even though he never played Grateful Dead tunes, he was a superb musician and he was able to pick up the songs, you know, almost... Uh, the first time through. But something that was even nicer um, that he says about Keith, which I liked, was that he says that Keith's persona was perfect for a band that had been pretty abrasive, in your face. And uh, here was this guy that was, as he describes, like a small, shaggy, delicate, melancholic. Um, young man, self-effacing, almost to the point of exasperation. He evoked in us the kind of tenderness that had been lacking in our music, something we hadn't known was missing until it would become part of our gestalt. His playing was so smooth, so harmonious, that even in our wildest free-form improvs, or the most raucous rockers, his presence served as a gently beckoning gravitational force so yeah he kind of fit right in pretty perfectly right from you know almost right from the start and as things went on he continued to really fit right in and you know as many of us would say the he played with the dead probably their best years ever from 71 going on through 77 and then 78 you know uh it got kind of crazy um, but yeah, so I'm kind of just struck like how like easy it was for him to get in the band, but I always kind of remember the context that Pigpen was not well. Pigpen would come back to the band in December of 1971, looking pretty gaunt. Um, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't well. If you're interested in tracking down more of the fall of 1971, the Grateful Dead have released 
some official releases. Uh, Dick's Picks Volume 2. It's from 103171 Columbus, Ohio. It's the second set. And then the download series, which was pretty limited, but Volume 3 is the Rochester show from 102671, the night before this one. And then uh, Dave's Picks Volume 3 is of 102271, Chicago. And then uh, there's an extra disc in there for the the night before in Chicago, 102171. Yeah, I think Fall 71 is not only kind of historic and interesting, but um, it's the beginning of this whole kind of new Grateful Dead. Well, uh, speaking of different kind of historical significance, uh, Jerry Garcia in October of um, 1987, he played uh, a number of shows at the Lundfontein Theater uh, on Broadway. And these were pretty cool. And also just a real sign of like a cool success for Jerry Garcia and his band. Let's go there now. This is from 1028. 1987. Round my leg, round my leg. 
but I'm here to tell you I'm ready, but I'm right. Tramp and a rambler, and I stay out late at night. I'll stay three times a day for my boat. More than any loafer in this big town can afford. Electric fan to keep me cool while I sleep. Little baby boy to play around without his feet. I'm a rambler, gambler, and I stay out every night. People, I tell you, I'm ready, but I'm right. Baby boy, stay around, that is fool. I'm a rambler, a gambler, 
Garcia, Ragged But Right. Yeah, Jerry Garcia, Acoustic. And before that, we heard Spike Driver's Blues. Mississippi John Hurt's tune. Yeah, this was recorded live at the One Fontaine Theater in New York City, October 28th, 1987. This comes from an official release by the Jerry Garcia Band. Jerry Garcia Estate. Cool. Yeah, he would do like a matinee show during the day with an acoustic set. And then he would do an acoustic set and an electric set. The acoustic band is made up of John Kahn on bass, David Kemper on drums, Kenny Kosick on fiddle, David Nelson on vocals and guitar, and Sandy Rothman, vocals, mandolin, banjo, and dobro. Sandy Rothman uh, was a good friend of Jerry Garcia, 1964, they would travel around, make recordings, check out all sorts of different kinds of folk music. So it was kind of cool that they reunited for this run of shows. I think like October 15th through the 31st, 1987, they just played shows. There were some releases uh, earlier. But they didn't come out right, and Deborah Coons Garcia was kind of, um, it, it was questionable that she had put out these releases, and they weren't very good quality, and they didn't really, nobody understood, like, why would you release these? these they don't sound right. This release is much, much, much better. October 28, 1987. I'm trying to keep all these years straight. So right now we're in 2021. And that'll last for a little bit longer. Well, right on. I want to go back to 1027.91. The Dead did four shows, but uh, Bill Graham had died uh, two days before. And people's nerves were kind of fragile and uh, and emotional. And uh, so I want to play a couple more songs from this show. And this song, one of my favorite tunes done by the dead uh, was particularly well done. Check it out right here live dead on Shakedown Stream. I was feeling lost, lagging in some direction. Althea told me upon scrutiny that my back might need protection. I told Althea that cherish. 
In all the streets of Rome are filled with rubble. Ancient footprints were everywhere. Well, you could almost think that you're seeing double on a cold, dark night on the Spanish stand.
the profile child cat sunflower brown jingle in the midnight sun don't bowl a drip of silver come on like a dream star gone through a dream night wind
Yeah, that's the Grateful Dead doing a China Cat Rider, opening up the second set from 10-27-91 in Oakland. And before that, in the first set, we heard When I Paint My Masterpiece and a really good version of Althea. Right on. Well, one thing that happened in this show and on the show from 10-31, they did four shows. Um... Gary Duncan from Quicksilver Messenger Service and Carlos Santana from Santana. Uh, on this night, 1027, they came out and played uh, these two songs. Pretty cool jam. And they played this song called Mona coming out of Ico Ico. And very interesting, pretty fun too. Check it out. 
we're coming into the home stretch here of our show. And this is episode 714 of Shakedown Stream. Happy to be here on MVY Radio. Hey, uh, Halloween's coming up this weekend. Have a good time. Be safe. And uh, have fun. It's really scary.
Ask my family doctor about what I had now. Is it doctor? doctor. Mr.
squeeze me tight Don't you want your daddy to be alright I see now Got to have love. 
Yeah, right on. That is good loving. Push back the night. We got to reach down. Turn on that light. Let it get strong. Let it get bright. Right on. Before that, we heard the dead do Mona, a Bo Diddley song, and uh, Gary Duncan, and Carlos Santana ripping some leads. Really great version of that tune. And Bobby's singing really well. Coming out of Ico Ico. Yeah, 102791, The Dead in Oaktown, California, right on. They got the big bomb cyclone, tons of rain coming across the Midwest, coming here right now on the East Coast. Yeah, man, let that light get bright and then keep it on. Well, hey, folks, thanks for joining me for another episode of Shakedown Stream. And I hope that you are able to receive this in all its glory. And uh, we'll do this next week right here on MVY Radio. Here in the headquarters in the Patty Smith Production Room at MVY. I'm going to leave us with the encore, which is a song so appropriately dedicated and played for Bill Graham, Uncle Bobo. Right on. Hey, until next week, uh, have a good Halloween. And uh, embrace the darkness. It's all good, right? Peace.
Come take this gun off of me I won't shoot them anymore It's getting too dark to see I feel like I'm knocking on heaven's door